Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Hammering Down. I'm your host, Kaylor Hodges. And hey, this was uh, one that I'm excited to get into, one that I know a lot of Legion fans are excited about. I know a lot of Legion fans are just now making the trip back today. There seem to be a, a big contingency of Birmingham Legion fans that made their trip up. But I am talking to someone, and you're thinking, didn't we just talk to him? Yes, just like two days ago. But I'm talking to Benton Newman, who seems to not be as uh, ecstatic with the result as I am. Benton of Vamos Morados, not on the radio call today or yesterday, but still the number one voice of Loose City in my heart. Benton, how you doing, man? I'm doing okay. I'm I'm begrudgingly here. You're lucky I like you. Then I'll come back and talk about this match. <laughs> oh, man. Look. There's a lot to talk about with this one, but also weirdly enough, not a lot to talk about because all three goals were kind of fluky and not. And I mean, look, we can talk about Dylan Mayers. I mean, it was a good goal, but also Colin Smith just kind of kicking it right back to him. I mean, kind of fluky in of itself. And, you know, a diving header and a backhill goal, both from corners, not exactly what you call. I mean, they work on those corners a lot, but you don't want to rely on those. But these were both teams that had spells of brilliance that looked incredible and then just looked like they were falling apart at times. It truly was one of the more even matchups I've seen all year long. And, you know, unfortunately it does end in heartbreak for Lou City, but an absolute, you know, ecstasy for Lou, or for Legion fans. Yeah, I mean, first off, I, I want to give a shout out to the traveling Legion fans. Um, very vocal I mean, like in a positive way, not like they're talking crap, but like very vocal, very present. Like, and it's, it's, you, you always like to see that to, to an extent, like a, a presence of away fans. It just kind of makes the atmosphere more fun. And, uh, you, you guys all showed up and, um, rewarded for the, for the travels I made. So props to that. Other thing I want to bring up, this is actually pretty hilarious. Um, so obviously our stadium is called Lynn Family Stadium. Yes. Um, U of L, they play. Um, the U of L like university of Louisville soccer stadium mm -hmm. is also is Lynn stadium, not Lynn family stamp, same Lynn family, like same, same person, but it's Lynn yeah. stadium. Now, last night during the match, like about the same game time, the like premier, like lacrosse league or whatever happened to be in town doing their all-star game <laughs> at Lynn stadium. So all these lax bros kept showing up to Lynn family stadium, like in, in mass thinking it's where all the lacrosse action was happening and they had to get turned away and, and get sent to the other side of town. And that's just honestly hilarious because like the names are like way too close, way too similar where that, that happens every once in a while when there's uh, competing events. And I want to call that out just because it's funny. Have <laughs> you one thing that made me smile? Just wondering, have you seen or like a, a premier lacrosse league match? before no no i haven't honestly if it didn't conflict with this i probably would have gone dude it's honestly electric they're incredible i used to go watch um the ohio machine when they were in major league lacrosse and a lot of those players went on to the pll it's it's such a fun time to be at it's honestly incredible i kind of hate that it was at the same time because you would have had a blast it's a lot of fun yeah, I saw some advertisement about it, like leading up to him, like, oh, that's awesome. And I went to like go get tickets. Like literally I was gonna buy them. And I'm like, oh, that conflicts with a soccer match. Like, that's a no-go. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I don't know anything about lacrosse. I'm like, that'd be a fun time. Like, I'm not against it. But uh, it's... but yeah, the stadium name thing is is like super like weird. <laughs> and so you get things like that. And I don't know, I thought it was humorous. It was a good time. But uh, 
refocusing look at me i'm trying to avoid talking about the match i should bring up everything but that <laughs> um i mean to your to your to your points earlier like it was um I mean, I thought it was a, a pretty closely contested match. Like I said, um, when we were talking before the match, I have a lot of respect for the Legion, and I think you guys are better than than your table standings. And I think we were seeing that in the play. Um, we were you know, we were a bit fortunate to get the goal that we got. Um, you know, not only because the kind of the turnover, the like little sliding block you did, passing it perfectly to Dylan Maris, but the fact that we were even able to put it on target, which is something we've not been able to do very successfully this season. So that that felt like a blessing, but then yeah, those uh, those set piece goals, man. Like, what what do you, what do you do about them? That's like the I think that's the one element, one piece of knowledge, like my soccer knowledge, that I I think I know the least about. Like, how do you defend or stop something like that? Like, I don't I don't know that I could draw up on a chalkboard. Like, how do you solve that one? That just like you just put your hands up. Like, what do you do, man? So one thing that. And it's kind of funny they talk about because this one I say there's not a whole lot to talk about because Legion are kind of known for having really pesky set piece routines, except for corners. Like there's a there's movement in the box. Now, I I did my live show yesterday during the match, and one thing I told people now, especially if you want to just have a good time watching corners, go follow number 16, Gabriel Alves, and just watch him the entire time him and Anderson Asadu are hysterical the number six because Gabriel likes to just lean on the goalkeeper he likes to push another player into the goalkeeper at all times and he's constantly putting his hands up and he doesn't smile he's deadpan he just looks so mad and he's just he's just leaning on the goalkeeper and a rep always comes in and says, hey, man, stop that. And Gabriel doesn't say anything. He just keeps his hands up like nothing's going on. It's, hyster it's hysterical to watch. And then if you watch Anderson Asadu, the number six, and I'm explaining this for Lucidity fans. Obviously, Legion fans know the numbers. Um, Anderson Asadu will run inside the goal, fluff up the entire net, like touch every single inch of the net around the goal, and just leave. Why? I don't know. But it cracks me up, and that's really I can tell you about our set piece routines is that they do those things, and <laughs> that's what they kind of do. Now, defending them are interesting, and I think what kind of got loose city in this situation is Legion for set piece routines and defending, they go to a zonal marking. And you know, let's think about this basketball terms, right? If you're going to play pickup and you and you're playing a team that plays zone, you're like, oh, this guy just likes to defend the left side. They're going to stick on the left side. Big man, stay down low, that kind of thing. So you'll see times like uh, 6'4", Alex Cronale is not guarding Paulus, who is 6'7". It was actually Colin Smith because they don't go man-to-man. -man. Meanwhile, Loose City does do man-to-man set-piece routines, which means whenever you have the first goal that goes in the diving header by Juan Aguadillo, the movement of Gabriel Alves out to the near post and uh, Alex Cornali at the front post running out and ducking down for a dummy leaves about three yards of space for Juan Aguadillo to get a shot off, which is what they meant to do. They try to take advantage of those man-to-man -man situations because it's going to drag people, two people away. But that's more or less just a system thing, and it, it requires a perfect cross to do it every time. And that's one of those situations for Lou City is that you can say, well, we need to defend set pieces better. But, you know, 99 times out of 100, or I guess 98 times out of 100, that cross is not perfect enough for that. Yeah. 
Um, now McCabe, after the match, referred to him as uh, as cheap goals. His words, not mine. I mean, I, I get where he's coming from. At the end of the day, you got to defend him better. Um, you did just remind me. You brought up two people. Um, Anderson Estadio. He's he's very short. He's he's who I'm thinking, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Okay. Five foot six, fa- and he's going to kick your yeah yeah that guy. My favorite part of the match is where him and uh, Martin Powell's were lined up against each other. Who's probably like it's so it's probably the shortest guy in the league and the tallest guy in the league, like next to each other. It was absolutely hilarious. (laughs) I love that. Um, John Fuller of the Football Forge. I wish you got a photo of it. There was a there was um, a moment in the Tampa Bay game where JJ Williams, who's like six three six four is messing with Anderson. There was like an injury and Anderson and JJ, like a full foot apart of each other. And they are just like, it's like watching a big brother and little brother, like stick his hand out. And it's humorous to watch Anderson just exist because soccer is a pretty small sport, but like whenever he runs up on a bigger player, it always cracks me up. Yeah. And <laughs> it gets me every time. It was great. So I specifically went and hunted out a picture that they use in my like my writing recap of of those two next to each other. I'm very thankful the photographers got one of those. So blessed. I bet. Um, speaking of speaking of you, you mentioned injuries at the Tampa Bay thing. Tyler Pasher went down relatively early yep. and then had to get substituted out, which is, I mean, highly unfortunate for you guys. Um, I mean, obviously didn't end up uh, hurting you guys in the long run. You ended up getting the win. But uh, have you heard anything on on what exactly happened to him? Both the the common injury going around camp right now has been hamstring stuff. Um, but it looked like he was kind of grabbing lower lower leg. They've they've been very hush hush with Tyler. Um, so mm-hmm. they we probably won't hear anything if we're being really honest. Um, but you, it's funny that you mentioned that as well because Nico Brett comes into this match, and mm-hmm. Nico Brett, one of the most prolific goal scorers in USL history. I mean, he's just he's just one of those guys doesn't really have a big impact. And I said on the live show, I don't know what his role is on this team because he just didn't really fit with what anything was going on. I think a lot of that is because Juan Agudelo, who is like 6'2", is playing the wing. He's not playing as a striker for him to head it on. And there was a few moments where Nico really had some good chances but just didn't really handle him well. But when it looked best is when him and Enzo were able to play off of each other and that kind of stuff. But in this kind of match... And we can talk about this first half because that first half is really is when Lou City were shining. Um, the press was really effective for Lou City. It was going really, really well. And a lot of that, too, is that Legion were never built to play out of the back. This is not a team that should have. I respect Tommy Stone for trying something different because how many times have we as fans say, try something different? And he did it. And I'm. And you know what? I'm glad he did. But also, there should have been a point of saying, this is not working. Um, and this that's when Lucidity looked best. But, you know, whenever Nico or Tyler Pasher in this case, and this is what we lost with Tyler Pasher, losing him to injury. Tyler Pasher's whole thing is dropping in deep and making a, quit, a run as fast as he can in behind. Nico Brett, fast, not that fast, though has to get more of a head start, and there's a bigger gap between him and the rest of the team, so they couldn't take advantage of any of those counterattacking opportunities once Nico got in. But, man, Luce City and that press, it's probably the best it's looked all year long. Yeah, actually, I'm um, glad you brought that up because, honestly, I thought that was the best that Martin Powell has, has looked for us. I mean, he was obviously he was a, 
um, midseason signing for us. I mean, largely kind of considered disappointing, just kind of given the, the lack of lack of production there. And now it's hard getting up to speed, and it's a big ask for him to come midseason when we're kind of struggling already and to be like excellent and, and know what's going on from the get go. Um, but I mean, with that said, I thought the element that he was doing best was with the with the press. And I was looking at, um, you know, before we hopped on here, some of the stuff like that. And I mean, you could see it in like the average like player positions. Like we were very much all up in uh, in the Legion's grill, and that's kind of been the story of our season. Though we're largely getting to play the game that we want to, and we're just we're we're getting I guess punished for it. You know, we're you know we're getting that press. We're we're being able to maintain a lot of possession. In the um, in the opposition's half, we're just end the day not doing a ton with it. And this is another example of that. When Loose City was pressing the most, funny enough, I mean, don't get me wrong. At the beginning of the half or the beginning of the first half, the press was more effective. But if we're talking mm -hmm. volume of press, when Loose City pressed the most is when those goals came. And a lot of that is, is that Legion were finally able to break out of the press, break away, force a corner, and do their damage there. And I kind of hope that doesn't make Lucidity say, we're not going to press anymore, because it was working really well. It oh, was. They're, they're going to well. keep doing that. That's not yeah, going to go mean, away. Yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of Danny Cruz ball, and, you know, despite what, some online fans may think and it's funny that you and I talked about it, right? You and I talked about it on Friday when we recorded about how I thought it was ridiculous that people want to put him on the hot seat. And then, you know, if that really was a minority of the fans, but then that got real loud after the, after this Legion loss. And we kind of talked about it. I don't remember if it was pre-show or during the show now, but these are two goals that you're not going to get scored on again. How often are you going to get back healed off a corner from a center back? And how many times are you going to give up a diving header on a corner? It's just not going to happen. It it's just not. And for Loose City to dominate the way they did, I think what really did Loose City in is when Legion decided, hey, we're not going to do that, you know, pressing out of the we're not going to try to play out of the back as much anymore because that wasn't working. Um, mm -hmm. Loose City didn't have a full answer for it. And I feel like almost they took out Palace a little too soon, or Pals, sorry, uh, a little too soon in the sense that whenever Legion started going long and forget, you know, playing it out of the back, they didn't have the height to win in the midfield anymore. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're right about those goals. Probably won't see something like that again. But unfortunately for our fans, like, that's just not going to be a, a palatable excuse just simply because, like, there's, we always, there's always some sort of just, stupid thing that's preventing us for, from being good, whether it's it's injuries, whether it's officiating decisions, which uh, there's been a couple times this season where I, I, I think we we have reason to feel very slighted. Um, and then, you know, uh, conceding like kind of like freak goals and air quotes. I mean, um, obviously more to it than that. Um, Coach Cruz after the match, and he said this before, in, in previous matches, it's just talking about it comes down to critical moments. And honestly, I think that's the just the core, the biggest issue that we've had. You you guys took your, had opportunities, whether, whether how big they were or not, and took advantage of them. And when we get opportunities, we're, we're not fully taking advantage of them. And that doesn't even come down to the tactic side of things, right? So when you get a guy in a good spot and they're not able to even 
register a good like on target shot with it and you're just skying it over didn't have a ton of examples of that but that's more so in previous matches like what, what do you do about that that's a mentality thing and to me it's almost like our team we need to go back to basics they need to be able to play like a closed door friendly with like little instruction like you guys know your role here's where you're lined up like just go play the game like like you obviously have the skill the skill set and this innate knowledge that got you to this level like just go out and play the game don't overthink it they just need to, to get their heads right is really our, our, our problem and it's just it's we're just seeing the same story over and over again but I'm i mean gonna... compared, compared to our last loss though this one doesn't feel as bad in the sense that i, I think that the legion are a good team well, detroit not a good team and that's that's what hurt the most from that last one i'm sorry i cut you off no you're good i you know you can't wait Todd talked about this and Lou City put a lot of shots on goal in this one. They actually put five on goal, right? Yeah, this one was a little better in that regards. And but I also think that I mean Legion also put five on goal. Obviously, two of those being you know the two goals with off corners. But Lou City hasn't put you know five on goal since they beat Loudon. Then when they put six, right? And then before that, when you find the next one was when they drew Phoenix Rising two two. Um, there's not a lot of on-goal opportunities, and I think part of the issue with this one, and this is kind of where I'm going to contrast Legion and Lose City a little bit. I got a little bit frustrated in this match, but I was also really excited by Prosper Kasim. Prosper Kasim for Legion played amazing. He played one ball to the back post to Nico Brett that I'm honestly not sure how he didn't do more with because prosper put in a couple of beautiful balls into the box that nothing happened with but he's also going to get slated because he had two amazing scoring opportunities that he pushed wide of the post and especially there was one where he's wide open on the far post and just just barely wide and he's now was like man he's going to really want that one back because that's about as free of a goal as he's going to get but i'm contrasting that to say Lose City didn't really have that moment because it felt like they were trying so hard to put it on net that they had tamed moments. Um, my personal MVP for Lose City, I get it, Dylan Mares had a great match, but no one came close to the impact that Perez had. Perez was the best player on the pitch for Louisville City. And he had, oh, sorry, no, this was Dia. On uh, I correct myself already. Dia had a run at the uh, middle of the second half where he just kind of dribbles around the whole defense, gets it, and goes. And then he's into the box, and I'm thinking, this is a fullback dribbling into the middle of the pitch. He's going to shoot. Fullbacks don't get this off option very much. He plays it back to, I believe, was Brian Ownby. Maybe it was Cameron Lancaster at this point. And it was probably the most tame shot and just rolled right into the loving arms of Matt Van Oakle. And... I can't help but think if this was a more confident loose city team right now that they would let it rip. Forget putting it on target. I know everything I lace is going to go top bins. And I feel like that was a lot of the issue. There was a lot of opportunities for loose city and they actually put them on target, but none of them really had anything to them. There, there was just yeah. even Dylan Mayer's goal. I mean, Matt Van Oakle was caught. I'm, it's harsh to say out of position because he was going to go cover the near post because nobody was expecting Colin Smith to try to dive out and intercept the ball. Fine. He does that, but it lands right at Dylan Mayer. 
And so Matt Van Okel trying to get back over, but he can't because he is way out of position. Again, he's not out of position just to play happen so fast, right? Yeah. But that goal, that was very carefully placed. That I mean, was- it, it looks like he was just trying to get it on target when in all reality, when he was at El Paso, he would just leathered it. Yeah, that's I mean, that's that's the core of the problem, right? Like they're overthinking things like uh, like, probably in that moment, like this isn't a good enough like shooting opportunity. They're trying to like make too much more happen. They're not they're not acting on the instincts like right. They've had enough training and like enough history. Like think of how long some of these guys have played on our team. Um, I mean, we've had like we have several guys that are like 30 plus like they're good players. They know the game. But right now, I just think they're they're too much in their heads. I mean, I think part of it is overthinking got them into this part where we now feel we're in a rut. And now you have not only that, but also this kind of self-doubt, this lack of confidence leading in. So it's um it's a tough go. You you reminded me of it when you when you were talking before, but the one moment that gave me the a huge sigh of relief is later in the match, Enzo Martinez had a wonderful shooting opportunity. I would say like 70th, yeah. 80th minute. It was, it was later it and it was like a counterattack. They had the numbers and they pushed it wide. And I, I looked at my seatmates. I'm like, that that was a two point on the table shot he missed for them. <laughs> I thought we were I thought we were escaping with the draw. I was, yeah. I mean, ooh. but yeah, that that was uh that was probably the biggest impact that Nico Brett had in this match because it was Enzo to Nico and Nico lays it off to Enzo. But this also kind of goes back to my point of the difference between Loose City and uh, Legion in this match, Enzo let it go. He hit it pretty daggum hard, and he mm-hmm. pushed it just wide. I will say though, I think I think uh, Zamala had it covered. I I think he did. I think he would have had to save if Zimla. Zimla, sorry, that's <laughs> fine. I remember we I remember we were talking about how to pronounce his name before. I remember the Z, and I totally yeah. gave up. Um, Zimla, I think he would have had it. I think he had it covered. So I don't know that that one made me real nervous. He very well could have. I think he's a he's a really good goalkeeper, despite the the two that went in tonight. I th- those are the kind where I, I I don't really fault him that heavily for that. Like, yeah, stuff. he. So I I kind of there because when I said there's a lot to talk about, but there's not. We we just talked about the Dylan Dylan Mares goal. Um. It was a nice goal. It was a good finish. I, I will say for Legion fans, and this is not normally how I do a lot of my post-match reactions. Most of the time, it's just me monologuing to myself and kind of talking about it. And so that is kind of what it is. But something I want to bring up to Legion fans, and I think it's just the fact that Jake Roof needs to be starting. Colin Smith, uh, the right back for Legion, was having a howler of a match. Just mistake after mistake after mistake. And... There was he was really lucky not to be sent off in this match. Um, he got a yellow card early, and then he there was a moment where I think he was going on Brian Ombi and just a flying slide tackle that goes in. That if he makes contact, even if it's with the ball, it's a second yellow or straight red. It looked dangerous, and with a few minutes after that, he was taken off the pitch. And Jake Roof comes in, and it was a real moment and a real solid foundation that just was like. You know, this was a consistency uh, at this right back position. And Colin Smith, if we're being really honest here, is he's brought into this team to be a glorified winger. He is. 
he was brought in to be a winger, but with the way Lou City were playing, he couldn't go too far up because Lou City just tried to possess, 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 possess. So he couldn't go forward, which to me, I just think that just screams for a Jake Roof kind of game anyway. Uh, Gabriel Alves and Juan Aguadela were not on the same page at all this entire match. And when they brought in Moses Mensa, and I said this on the, another episode, I think it was Tampa Bay. Some of y'all owe Moses Mensa an apology because dude is ridiculous. And I'm tired of you saying, well, he's not a good enough defender. Yes, he is. Shut up. Like, you're wrong. I, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, kind of what I was going to try to get at, though, with, with a lot of that is there's intricacies when it comes to the match and certain players performing and stuff like that. But the idea of this being a battle of systems, a team that loves to counterattack versus a team that loves to hold on to the ball, a team that – doesn't really press that hard versus a team that all they do is press. The game didn't come down to that at all. Yeah. Like at all. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was interesting. I mean, I, I knew this was, was going to be a tough one, but like for, for a little while there, I was really holding out faith that we were going to get some form of points. And I'm like, you know, like that's, that's at least, you know, we're at least stabilizing kind of from where we go, but to, to lose so late, like, we're we're really hurting here in Louisville, and uh, uh, and meanwhile, you guys probably had a hell of a time celebrating that one. I mean, those are exciting. I think back to we had a uh, a real late uh, winning goal against Sporting Kansas City. Cameron Lancaster just like hit a banger. It's like ended up like being like a four three game or something like two or three years ago. Yeah, like, well, I remember those moments. They, you don't, you don't down forget those for a long time. Y'all were yeah, down two nil that like one. That. Yeah. Honestly, I miss sporting Kansas City too because we've always had bangers with them. Like the matches were always just so like wild and awesome. But uh, yeah, you guys aren't going to forget that uh, that win for a little while. Like those are just fun, thrilling moments, and I'm and I'm glad you guys had good fan support to to witness that. And if you're a Lou City fan listening to this, right, and you're thinking like, I mean, I mean, there is actually a nice little contingency of Louisville fans that do listen to this on a regular basis. So thank you, first off. Um, but hey, Memphis lost to Orange County, you know, Indy drew with Tampa Bay and I mean, Charleston beat Pittsburgh, which I know doesn't help when you're trying to chase down Charleston, but it keeps Pittsburgh in reach. If there was any weak loose city could lose, this was the perfect one. And I know this is also going to be the counter counter argument of, well, this would have been the perfect week to win, but also if you're going to say we had to lose sometime, you know, picking a week that you don't really lose ground on anybody is a pretty decent week. Yeah. But the problem that we have is that we've just fumbled so many points to the, I mean, like leading up to this, um, you know, we're now in a real, real position where each game becomes more and more important as far as like securing points. I'm not, I'm not so worried about this team making the playoffs, like just the field's like so big for the playoffs that that's probably going to happen. But we, I mean, we need to do what we can to secure as much home field advantage for the playoffs as possible. Right now we're in a very poor spot for that and not a lot of momentum in our favor. You know, I'll talk about it later in another episode. Um, the next one would be against Charleston Battery for Legion. And I've talked about a little bit of who I thought the man of the match was, which was Matthew Corcoran. We talked about him a little bit. And I think after the show we recorded on Friday, I told you if Matthew Corcoran starts, Legion are winning. 
I think I said that to you verbatim after the show, and I wish I would have put it in the show because, man, I would have looked like a genius. I think you did um, say that. Um, but I think this is a situation where, I mean, he puts in two wonderful balls into the box, but I said on Twitter, even if you take away his two assists, let's just say those assists didn't happen. He was still the best player for Legion on that night. And now for Legion, they're going against Charleston Battery, and they're going against uh, Fidel Barajas, who is another 17-year-old. And really, this battle between uh, Matthew Corcoran, 17 years old, versus Fidel Barajas, 17 years old, these like two midfielders, he's kind of a winger, midfielder kind of player, go in facing off on each other. I'm super excited about that. But this is also one that Lou City fans need to be paying attention to because whoever drops points, that's kind of who you're chasing now. Yeah, I mean, anybody above us, we need to we need to do what we can to get um to get points and, and catch up on you guys. I mean, we're you guys hopped us in the table, but things are still uh, still pretty close there. Yeah. So, well, now uh, now you guys are uh, your matches are very much of interest of of Louisville City fans as far as determining what like what's theoretically possible for us. So, I kind of want to know for, I guess, just how things are in Louisville City Land. In the sense of Twitter is as always a toxic, you know, you know, hellscape as always. Like that's just kind of <laughs> I mean, that's just Twitter. Nothing's changed. Inside the stadium, what were conversations like afterwards? Um I mean, just every everybody was down. I thought um I mean I, I but the thing is like going back to the last home match, which was Pittsburgh. Like I could just kind of feel the shift in it. Meanwhile, coming into this one, like we just kind of came down, a, came into it a bit dispirited, like lacking confidence. And as soon as that, uh, as soon as you guys scored that second goal, man, I think half that stadium cleared out. I mean, there's, I mean, there's still several minutes like left to play. So like, but like, I mean, I get that the odds are in the favor, but that just goes to show you where the confidence level is and the faith is a lot of people like it's over, it's done, which I mean, somewhat fair assessment but i think under normal circumstances more people would have waited it out to see you know could they you know could they pull out an even later equalizer so um i mean things are things are pretty down right now we 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 just need we need some sort of hope to cling on like hell even if we were able to to pull some sort of draw after that match like if we got a multi-goal draw like that ended up being 2-2 uh, i'm not even talking about like the late like a late goal that uh to really motivate us. But even if it just had ended something like that, we would have been able to look at like, look, we were, we're able to score like multi goals. Like we went up against a talented Birmingham team and, and kind of held our own. We've had something to hang on to, but now like it was a gut punch while, while we were already down and we're now left searching for answers. And, and again, I, you know, personally, I think it really comes down to, there, there's a mentality thing that needs to be sorted out with the players. They're they're not acting on instincts. They're lacking confidence. To me, it's not as much about the injuries. It's not as much about the age. It's not as much about the the X and as and O's. The real crux of the problem is 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 up here in the head. And and I you know I I I don't know what the solution for that is. I hope that the the team can figure that out. But uh, they they need they need some sort of spark, some sort of catalyst to help kind of get them in big picture. And for Loose City now, your next match is your Phil the Fam, and it's against Indy 11, biggest rival for Loose City, uh, the oldest rival in uh, really world sports, um, probably universe as well, um, as everybody knows. Um, predates the Big Bang. 
it, it definitely does. It was the Big Bang, <laughs> if we're being completely honest. <laughs> and, Cameron Lancaster, and Cameron Lancaster was still there. Um, yep. <laughs> actually, Nal, Nal McCabe was the one that started it, uh, gets his 200th appearance, and somehow his 400th uh, Lucidity versus Indy match. Um, yes. But... How big do you think this is just for Louisville, knowing that your next match is against your biggest rivals? It is a fill the fam uh, situation where it's going to sell well, if not sell out. In a weird way, do you think this is a blessing for not just the players, but also kind of for club? Because after a loss like that and a lot of disappointment, there's a lot of reason for fans to not show up. I mean, it, it feels like this one's kind of fallen into the lap for the team. I mean, no, ultimately I look at it as a positive, right? You just, you just want an opportunity to, to write the ship. And I think this is as good as one that you can get. Um, first off, it's already confirmed that there's 11,000 plus tickets sold for that one. So it's going to be great attendance. You have to think of, depending on the weather of that day, you get a lot more walk-ups, not to mention, I imagine that they'll probably have some sale leading up to it. So you're probably looking at 12, 13, like, so you got a big, excited crowd. They're right. Oh, excited. Aaron, we use air quotes since we're feeling pretty down, but sure. But there's every reason in the world for the, for the team to succeed. There's going to be all sorts of fan support. Like this is what you want as an athlete. Like there, like there's people there. It's a big rivalry match. It's like, it's the, it's the special one. And I mean, Indy, I mean, I, I think they have some good pieces. They're just not what, what I probably would have guessed at the start of the season. For sure. And so they're not exactly in the strongest position, um, but we're not the position where we can uh, we can look past them. You know, uh, you know, we could uh, that I kind of would have thought that with Detroit, but, you know, they blew us wide open. I mean, they could easily had four goals against us compared to maybe one for us. And so, yeah, um, this is I mean, if, if there's a time for, for things to get right, like this would be the best opportunity to kind of really skyrocket confidence and, and and really kind of build some momentum is a match like this one so i'm looking at it as a positive no matter i mean we're feeling really down but this is this is what i would want on the schedule now if they drop the ball here i mean you're gonna get a lot more anger you're gonna get a lot more of those danny out uh <laughs> hashtags going and uh and you know i don't know where you where you go from there if you can't beat uh beat up beat an opponent lower than you on the table because those are absolute muscle wins at this point not like they weren't before but now like you have to win those to even like stay in the conversation of us becoming what we believe we should be can, can i tell you just one of the danny out ones that cracked me up just yeah the someone they I mean, if they listen to this, you know who you are. Just go ahead and tell me on Twitter. Let's get this engagement up. Why don't we? And it was just hashtag stick with, it was stick with hashtag cruiser the loser. And I was like, what is, what does that mean? <laughs> the, the concept of quote unquote cruiser the loser. And I don't know why that cracked me up so much. Like we aren't going to do anything clever with Danny or Cruz. We're just going to add an ER and just say loser with it. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. I, I think I think it's pretty funny. Wholeheartedly disagree, but I think it's funny. I'm uh, I'm hashtag Cruz control. I'm uh, I I believe in him. Like this is this is I mean this is a big hurdle learning opportunity. I mean I know a lot of these people more care about the I mean the team and the results, but like I think I, this is. 
this is kind of the, the sort of challenges that a young coach are, are going to face. Like, I don't have any doubt in his knowledge of the game. Like, I, I he's forgotten more soccer than than I'll ever know. This is a different kind of battle he's facing right now. It's all up in the player's head. I'm sure he's you know he's a former player and he's kind of been through it himself. But everybody kind of responds differently and 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 finds motivation in different things. So he's got to figure out as a whole like. What can he do to help these players? Now, I think a lot of the weight falls on the players themselves' shoulders, but he absolutely, I mean, I think does play a role and helping them kind of get right. If that makes any sense. Uh, for sure. Um, I guess uh final question for you before I let you go is just kind of in this match, uh, this matchup in general, you know, it's obviously hard to project where Lucity City and Legion will be towards the end of the year, but like what was one thing you walked away with just the matchup itself between these two teams, like when you were watching it live and then having a little chance to digest it afterward? Uh, I mean, I think we're very evenly matched. Um, like I said before, I think you guys are better than your table standing. I think we kind of saw that in, in the match itself. And, you know, should we meet in the playoffs, it would be an absolutely electric matchup. It'd be kind of a, one of those coin flip sort of situations makes me makes me a little uneasy because right now we're on trajectory for like, if we were to play in the playoffs, probably be at your guys place. Yeah. And um, that, that's just that's just not what you want. So, um, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of respect for for what you guys have, have put together and, and it lined up very well with uh with our local city team. Cause again, like we went up early. So there was, there was a, there's a spark of confidence that did happen in this match for us, but, uh, but it, but it got fumbled away. So um, we do got one more, uh, you know, this was only our first meeting. So we got yeah. one, one more opportunity to see, see our two sides line up against one, each other. Um, next time we'll be at your guys' house. And now the, the, the pressure will absolutely be on Louisville city for that next encounter. Right. You guys, you guys walked away three points on our house. Like, the only response that we can give to that is we have to take three at your house. Otherwise not, not good. And again, given our current predicament, we need every single point that we can get. So um, yeah, you, 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 by winning that one, you absolutely applied the pressure heavily to us. And it's going to be very interesting next time that the two sides line up. If we, uh, I'm going to apply a little pressure to lose city fans too. Hey, I want to see as many of y'all come down as we send up. So that'd be kind of cool. Plus we like having you guys. So that'd be, that'd be neat yeah <laughs> for, for any little city fans listening i i got to go down to birmingham last year awesome away day tremendous amount of fun the fans fantastic as soon as we pulled up in the parking lot I, you weren't you weren't there yet you're like the one person i knew there yeah, and well. your your guys fans were like waving us over and we instantly joined the tailgate had a great time like phenomenal away day i'm not sure or not if i'm going to be able to get to go i gotta look at my schedule operate it like one game at a time like one week for at sure. a time uh but that's that's absolutely a way that i would totally go back to and, and do in fact want to go back to plus you guys got a top golf right there so you, you know yeah. you go to the game you drink a bunch of beers enjoy it hopefully we walk out winning and we're so excited and go walk over and play top golf and, <laughs> that's um, always fun and if you get there a little bit earlier our coach brings our fans beers and you get to have some coach beers. oh that's fun so. oh i absolutely encourage if a little city fan goes down there like show up plenty early they're tailgating in the lot right there outside the stadium it's a it's a ton of fun that again the people are, are top notch. Um, I felt you know super welcome, um, despite being the away team. Yeah, we we do our best. There's only one team we usually don't like welcome around. Their fans don't travel anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, so like eighteen fans, right? <laughs> um, and all eighteen of them got to see them lose four uh, three yesterday. Um, it was a great know. time. Um, anyway, um, 
when is uh the post match uh, article going to be out for this one, Ben? I was actually getting my ducks in a row right before we we hopped on with with one another. So I'm hoping that it's either uh, li- um, later today, being Sunday, or um, tomorrow Monday. Um, got my got my proper computer back. I had some technical issues in the in the week leading up. I got my proper computer back so I can work at my my more normal pace. So it, it'll be up soon. Um, yeah, I think I largely have my thoughts together where I can get that. I don't usually do them the night of because I just, I like to stew on it a little bit. You know, I don't want to be for sure overly reactionary. I want to be able to process kind of what happened and sit on it, look at some of the numbers because I'm a nerd and I got to look at that stuff. So it'll be out soon is what I'm saying. Beautiful. Well, look, vamosmorados.com, the state of the, uh, the state of Louisville. Um, that's where everything goes. And also, Hey, that uh, soccer city radio, if you're driving through Louisville, I mean, you might as well just turn it on. Cause it's a, uh, it's a good listen. They, uh, anywhere else they can find you, Benton? Um, I'm on Twitter far too often at Purple SDF. That hellscape you mentioned before, I don't know how to quit it. I'm hoping threads catch on. I got potential. I, I think that one has real potential, and we can move over our over our negative thoughts and emotions there. I I don't want it to work because then I actually have to go on Facebook, which I really don't like doing, and then. Also, there's going to be a weird meeting of soccer Facebook and soccer Twitter, which are not the same thing. They are it is just not the same crowd, and I'm not ready for that intersection to happen yet. They have strong negative feelings against Elon, so I'm 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 ready to part ways with Twitter. When are we just going to just decide that Reddit is still the still evil, but the lesser of? The evils that's close. I, <laughs> I just need to quit social media altogether, but uh, it's not going to be anytime soon. I don't know how to do that. My wife says the same thing to me daily, but that's okay. <laughs> Love you, dear. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, listen, I could just end up chatting and recording all day long, and none of it would be talking about soccer. Eventually, we'll get to WWE <laughs> and how it would fit within the USL world. Actually, that's an off-season episode. I'm yeah, we, we got to do. We got to do that. We've we've talked about that before. Sign a wrestler to to a cl- to each club. We'll we'll get there if you're if Gotta you're a WWE person. Like I mean, oh, that sounds like a blast. Anyway, we will just sit here and talk all day long, so we're <laughs> not going to do that. Thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate you all. And hey, see you guys back at Protective Stadium on Saturday. Till next time, guys. Keep hammering.